Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Game Tea Podcast. My name is JP. I'm Zach. And I'm Czar. All right, so in case you couldn't tell, we got Czar back. Yay! <laughs> okay, so I'm not going to lie, we were making fun of you last week for being at a wedding, but I don't actually know what you were doing. And I know you told us. <laughs> well, I just didn't. Turns out I went back to go do some wedding stuff for my own wedding, but while I was there, one of my old friends ended up proposing to his girlfriend and then got married later on in the week. So I was actually at a wedding. <laughs> wow, someone proposed while you were doing things for your own wedding. That's so selfish. Right? Uh, well, <laughs> I, I don't know. No, no, Zara's <laughs> friend, if you're listening, you're selfish. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was a rather classy and casual affair. Loved it, but it's great to be back. <laughs> Yeah, you got. Missed, yeah. I managed to lose my wife too, so I'm very sad about that. I don't know where she went. <laughs> yeah, you mean you lost your wife? <laughs> she's not here today. Oh, I thought you meant like she's just been gone for a few days, and you're just like, oh, well, I guess this is how I am now. I guess this is life. Sorry, <laughs> is the new wife. Oh, <laughs> well. <laughs> you also, you were also super offended because on the last episode we were talking about the Pokemon and how like Zach's a fire and I'm a water type. Oh yeah. And I am not a grass user. Okay. Grass. <laughs> well, Jesus, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. So what are you? Grass is weak and I'm all about no. water, ice, or dark. No, dude. All right. Grass type Pokemon are great. Okay. They are really strong, but I think they're for bitches. <laughs> I think the same thing about the fire type Pokemon. Excuse me? Uh, you heard me. <laughs> You know how I feel. Man, I'm back for five minutes and we're in an all-out war. No, listen, I'm just... About to speed boost, speed boost Blaziken your ass right now, all right? Okay, but see, that's half my problem right now. <laughs> I even need Chawazad to beat you. Oh, whatever, dude. All right, guys. <sighs> we should all like, get sponsored by a tea brand. That's what we should get sponsored by first. <laughs> That'd be a, that's a great idea. Just sip on our tea as we make sarcastic remarks dude our own tea brand would be odd do either of you I, drink tea yeah. no but i think we have to have to be british to have those kinds of sponsorships i'm british are you <laughs> my mom was born in england so i'm, I'm like half british I'm wait European. really yeah my mom was born in england she lived huh. there for like that's actually really remember, cool yeah. <laughs> i did not know that <laughs> uh all right today on the podcast we are going to start off by talking about The Last of Us getting its own TV show. We are going to get into an article about video game stores that may close down soon. And finally, we are going to talk about a Twitch streamer that fired a gun on stream. That'll be fun. That's... That doesn't happen every day. Well. No, not at all. After that, we're going to get into this week's upcoming games. And finally, we are going to do a new segment that I am incredibly excited for called Music Mayhem. Music Mayhem! 100% gonna crack under pressure. <laughs> yeah, you know what? It's one of those things where like your brain knows it, but since you're under the pressure of it being a competition, you're just gonna be like, I forgot literally everything I know. It's like when someone asks you what's your favorite song, and all of a sudden it's like, have I even listened to music before? What is music? <laughs> <laughs> so it's Last of Us television show, JP. Are you excited? No, I'm right. not. Okay, so, what so is this? The, so first of all, have you guys played The Last of Us? I have not. You've not played The Last of Us. Have you played The Last I already know the answer. You, you already know the answer. I already know the answer for you. You have not played The Last but of Us. But I will expect, accept its greatness. It's, it's fantastic. It's like right behind... If I had to make a top five list for the best video games I've ever played, The Last of Us would not be the top, but at least three or two. Oh, that's some big talk. 
Dude, The Last of Us, so I mean, it's, um, I don't even know why I'm explaining this because like 98% of the people listening to this know what The Last of Us are. You guys are just scrubs. <laughs> we, know what, we know what it is. I know what it is. You know what it is. Like, oh, yeah. Okay, you know what it is. You just haven't played it. It's another zombie game, um, but this one is just got a great story about a man named Joel who lost his daughter and then 20 years later it goes into him trying to, you know, it shows him how he's surviving in this new world that he's found himself in. He comes across this uh, little girl named Ellie. For some reason, it's been shown that she has maybe a cure to like solving the problem of the zombies that are occurring. Their form of zombies are called clickers in the game. And yeah, um, I'm not even gonna say spoilers since the game is eight years old, but. <laughs> Too soon. <laughs> but yeah, that's the premise of the game. And uh, now it's getting its own TV show. Now, I don't know how much they're gonna go off of when it comes to the actual source material for the television show. Movies are one thing, but we haven't seen a ton of video games getting its own tel like full television series. So it's gonna be really interesting to see what they do. It's gonna be one of those things where like, are they gonna follow the source material step by step? Are they gonna do like a loose adaptation of the world and kind of play it from there? It sounds like HBO is trying to follow in Netflix's footsteps, what with Netflix owning the rights to a Castlevania anime and The Witcher TV show. Mm -hmm. And so it sounds like there might be a boom in the near future with a bunch of video game series becoming TV series. But I, I guess I haven't really looked too much into the Witcher show to see if that follows source material. Yes. It does. It, it will. so good. Because okay. you just got done playing The Witcher, or are you still playing? I'm still playing The Witcher, but I, never I, be done. So I watched <laughs> Krista, you know, obviously loves TV. So like I was like, Krista, there's very few things I want to watch with you because she likes to watch like celebrity like, uh, TV show stuff. Oh, please tell me she's not a keeping up with the Kardashians. She's a keeping up with the Kardashians oh. kind of girl. <laughs> anyway. And so um she like loves pretty much everything on Netflix, but um Basically, she loved Game of Thrones, so I'm like, let's try The Witcher. And so it basically sets up some of the stories and the backstory. It's not like it plays out the games for the most part. It plays out like the stuff that's in the books for The Witcher. Interesting. So I'm really, I really loved it. It did a really good job. Um, Superman. Henry You've Cavill. gotten all the way through The Witcher series? Yeah, and Henry Cavill did a really great job. Okay. And it was, it was a very, I can't wait for season two. I watched through uh, the Castlevania anime. They actually just released a new season, which I'm super excited for, but that actually doesn't follow the source material at all. That is their own story that they kind of came up with, with different characters. Okay. Uh, Trevor, Dracula, Alucard, all those good ones. My opinion is when it comes to trying to make like a movie or a TV show about a video game, and I've thought this forever. What you need to do is you need to set up like some type of plot that's in the world, but doesn't actually follow any of the story in the source material, because that's how you make fans mad. Perfect example, Detective Pikachu. It was set in the world of Pokemon, so there was enough references to the Pokemon world via the Pokemon to keep the fans happy, but it had its own story going on so that they could really get creative with something and try and create something new. I think that's why Detective Pikachu is probably the best movie slash TV show adaptation of video game source material we've ever seen. That's that's 100% fair. And I suppose the answer uh, to if they would follow the source material is, does it really matter? I mean, 
as you you said, you think that it's much better when they don't follow source material and just create a world within this already created world. Exactly. It, I guess it just depends on what type of game you're doing and how you want to portray it. Because mm -hmm. The Last of Us sounds like it might be pretty linear unless there's like some side story with Joel and Ellie. Yeah, yeah, the, Ellie, yeah, Ellie's her name. That you don't see, like maybe something that takes place between the first and second game, or even before the first. It could be. Um, another interesting thing about this is the sequel has been incredibly long awaited, and it's actually being released here in, I believe, either May or June. So, Zach, even without playing The Last of Us, do you think you'd be interested in watching this TV show? Uh, JP, I would be incredibly interested in watching this TV show. I love that video games are branching out into more and more mediums. Right. I love it when, like, you see a Sonic movie, like Detective Pikachu, and I love it when now we're seeing, like, um, we're seeing more television series that are real-life adaptations of, like, The Witcher and now The Last of Us. I think that's going to be really cool. I am curious if this is going to be like to have that bridge gap between what happened in the first game and the second game. It's kind of that middle ground. Right. I think that would be a really interesting premise. Hmm. What do you think? Yeah, I think the same thing. It's just going to be super interesting to see. I think originally when we got started with these types of movies based on video games, it was always miss after miss after miss. But clearly over the last few years, they've really been getting better. Um, so I really hope that that continues because the Last of Us is a very beloved franchise, especially amongst PlayStation fans, because it wasn't exclusive for a little while. So it's just really disheartening when you see like an entry in your franchise kind of get something wrong or not be great. And that's really what this is, is it's in its own right, kind of an entry into the franchise. So we're just gonna have to wait and see, my man. I'm excited. I, I will watch it. I love anything zombies. Yeah. And I think especially for people like me who have never played the game, it'll be good to watch the TV show going in blind because we can separate uh -huh. the game from the show and enjoy it as its own thing, even if it isn't as close to the source material as fans would like. Perfect. One last thing I will say is if you've never played the game, just go watch it. Let's play on YouTube or like if you want to get into the series, but you don't really know what it's about. Jacksepticeye, Markiplier, uh, pretty much every Let's Player has a the Last of Us playthrough, so go check it out if you really want. I don't think it's that long of a game either, maybe a 10 hour game. And of course, if you wanna experience it yourself and you never have, it's a PlayStation hit right now, so you can pick that thing up for $20 max. You could probably get it for even cheaper. So by all means, go check it out. All right, so our next article is about video game stores that may close soon, JP. What's going on there? Hashtag all of them. So this is just a smaller article from N4G by I am the Bush. <laughs> All right, I am Bush. I am the Bush. Let's see what you wrote here. When video game stores came out, everyone was so excited because they would always have lots of specific games in stock. But in the past number of years, it seems that people would rather have digital copies rather than hard copies due to the fact that they can re-download the game at any time. So that's just a snippet from the article but I think that gave us all the synopsis we needed. Game stores are not just closing down for the whole, you can re-download the game at any time. Most gaming stores have a reputation for being assholes. <laughs> That's the simplest way There's to put a, it. <laughs> a lot of crummy tendencies that are going on. JP, when you say assholes, will you uh, clarify? Sure, um, have you ever gone onto YouTube 
and looked up people who have been previous employees giving their horror stories of what it's like to work there. I mean, for gamers, I mean, we've all dreamed of working at GameStop at one point, haven't we? Just walk in there to that magical store and you're like, oh my God, working here must be incredible. You get to be around games, you get to talk about games. But if you listen to a lot of people who have worked there, that's just not how it works. I mean, at the end of the day, you have to remember that this is a business and therefore not just a business, you know, it's in retail. So they're trying to get you to sell things. And I understand it's a business, I really do. But when you go in there to buy a game and you have to deal with the hassle of like, you know, do you want to buy our rewards card? Um, do you want, you know, like a warranty to go with this game? Do you want to take a look at any other games? And then of course there's the whole, you know, infamous resale thing of like, hey, I just got this brand new $60 game. Turns out, I've played the first 10 minutes, I'm not a fan. Can I exchange, can I get some cash back for this? $2. Yeah. <laughs> it's like an episode of, what's that pawn shop show? Pawn, pawn Stars? Stars? <laughs> yeah, Pawn Stars, I was close. It's like, ugh, best I could do is $5. Like, really? This game came out yesterday, it's still in the plastic. $5 is the best you can do. Yeah. <laughs> you see, you touched it, and that was your problem. You, you decreased the, the resale value by like 95%. <laughs> Even if it is in the plastic, especially if it's in the plastic. <laughs> well, uh, for you guys speaking, do you prefer to have a digital copy of your games, or do you actually like having a physical copy? I like having a physical copy. What do you think, Zach? So I'm definitely somewhere like in the awkward middle. I really like having my digital copies, especially on my Switch, because there's nothing cooler than just like closing a game and then opening it right away. Like, I don't know, something about like, like just hitting the home button and being like, okay, I'm done with the Spiral of the Dragon, time to go play some Mario Odyssey. First off, 10 year old myself, like 10 year old me would have like pooped his pants. He was so excited to do that. <laughs> don't have to blow the cartridges. Don't have to switch TV inputs. Don't have to, uh, set up your PlayStation again because you set up your N64, like, you know what I mean? Like, it's just like so hassle-free. But at the same time, digital usually has that digital tax where I always know that I'm paying a little bit more for that digital convenience. And on top of that, there is no reselling a digital game. You Once you buy it, you're locked in. See, but for some people, that's not even a problem. Like for me, it doesn't even cross my mind to sell my games, even if it's something I absolutely don't play. You do it pretty often though, don't you? Where you're I, just like, I'm done with this game, next game, sell this game, buy a new game. Right, and I've done that with um, most things, but my Nintendo Switch collection is pretty near and dear to me. So I got, most of my games are physical, except for like ones that I'm like Smash Bros Ultimate. I'm never gonna wanna take that out of my, my game. That's in there. Um, the next Xenoblade, when that comes out, that's never, I'm gonna buy that one digitally. Hmm. It's just kind of like, once it's a digital game, that's like something that like I've got a deep love and passion for them. Like, I don't wanna go find the cartridge. I don't always have it on my Switch. Right. So that's why, I mean, I'm kind of like that weird middle ground. No, sure. Like, I like to have that resale value in case like, I'm like, okay, I'm sick of this, but yeah. That's totally fair. I'm honestly not surprised to see an article like this though. It gives me some strong flashbacks of Blockbuster, if anybody remembers that. Of course we remember Blockbuster. <laughs> a good trip to Blockbuster, man, renting a game and going home. It was the, it was a blast. But there, these game stores, I think, are falling into the same, same routine because I've not stepped foot in a game store, any game store, for years. If I get a physical copy, I'll get it, I'll buy it online, have it shipped to me. Really? Or otherwise, that... I'll just, I'll do digital copies too. I will, if I know it's a game I want to pre-order, I will go to a game store. For example, that's what I did for Animal Crossing, is I would 
because I'm just like, I don't know, just to bring back a little of the magic. They were even like, uh, so we're doing a midnight release. And I'm like, <laughs> is anybody even going to be there? I was <laughs> like, well, we've gotten like four people to say they're going to be here. So show up in some Animal Crossing PJ. <laughs> just dressed up as Isabel. Like, where the hell is everybody? <laughs> I thought this was Comic Con. <laughs> I can't, I won't be able to talk though. I'll have to use like the her, her weird little Mad Libs, like gibberish. <laughs> <laughs> Just <laughs> Animal Crossing gibberish. We should see if they make an app for that. That's a great idea. If not, we could make it. <laughs> Pat, Zach, it. you know how to make apps, right? What? <laughs> <laughs> I'm Android Boy. So, besides like anything games related, why do you guys think that these game stores are closing? I think just a gross tendencies that you talked about i mean i think you hit the nail on the head like that you'll buy a game through them try and resell it they'll give you maybe 250 mm. or <laughs> give you about 350 right they uh they are the worst like i mean like anytime you go to gamestop and that's always one i think of is like do you want to be in our special rewards package exactly okay let me tell you about this credit card that you can get it's a totally bad deal but i have to sell it to you anywhere else my manager gets mad and then obviously they don't treat their employees very well because of the thing you mentioned on YouTube. There's so many people complaining about it. Mm -hmm. um, it just sounds like a very awful place to work. And it sounds like an awful place to buy from because they're pressuring you all the time. And it's kind of going the way of the Dodo because of the digital sales. It's kind of like a trifecta of crap as far as the GameStop store can go. If I can, I do try and shop locally through game stores. Like here, we've got um, Trade Post Entertainment which I love. I think they're great. Um, and we've also got Gamers, which just opened back up. And I think they're great too. Really, if I do want to go to a game store, I just try and avoid the big chains because one, the smaller guys care more, and two, support local business. Especially when it comes to game stores because those things come and go like it's nothing. Oh yeah, good local game store. Don't let those close. Get board games there, you get video games, cool merch, posters, shirts, and all that stuff. And they've usually got some video game tournaments going on. You don't see that with the big companies. Mm-hmm, absolutely. And I mean, if it makes anybody feel better, brick and mortar stores are going away in general. You know, it's not just, it's not just game stores. I mean, you know, I can't go two minutes online without saying, Oh, millennials killed J.C. Penny. <laughs> like, fuck J.C. Penny. <laughs> hey, I love J.C. Penny. I do too. I like go to J.C. Penny <laughs> sometimes. But my point is, it's just kind of the way that business is going right now. It's brick and mortar stores are kind of going away in general. Um, it's gonna. It will be a sad day once the last like GameStop or whatever closes down for good. It will be a sad day. Who knows how far in the future that could be? But I think the day probably will come eventually. Ultimately, though, I think when they're gone, I don't think we're going to miss them too much, though. Well, I mean, I uh, I never gave my opinion on it, but I'm all for digital copies of games. I hardly have any physical cop. I have, no joke, about 120 games on my PS4. Only maybe 15 of them are physical copies. I can believe that. Because to me, like, a gaming collection is more about, like, the console. And, like, kind of, so, like, I like displaying consoles. I find shipping around, especially since I was just in college and was moving around a lot, carrying around just cases upon cases of games, it's annoying. Oh, it's a bitch. It's a, yeah, it's <laughs> annoying as hell. I've got like book stands of video games from the N64 to current gen. Exactly. It's just not be, fun. Like, huh, I haven't played Wii Play in a while. Like, maybe I should pop that back in. And no, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> One kind of tangent that I worry about is... Would Nintendo shut down their like Wii Virtual Console? 
you can't really re-download those anymore. And that always kind of makes me a little anxious about going digital. What do you think about that, JP? You think that's gonna be a normal practice or it's just kind of a one-time thing because Nintendo did future proof? That is actually a fair point, but to be fair, I think that's a problem that's exclusive to Nintendo right now. Just because, I mean, even like with the way that PlayStation and Xbox kind of do their digital stores, it's all it all goes to one place, you know? So like, especially Microsoft is really great about it. Like if I bought something on an Xbox that I don't currently own because I'm a PS4 guy, <laughs> I, could, I would be able to play that on my PC. Um, Apparently, from what we read last week about the Xbox Series X, you'll be able to bring some of those games over. In my opinion, I think just uh, Sony and Microsoft are way more intuitive with that side of things than Nintendo is. But Nintendo knows that they can resell a game over and over again and kind of, you know, I don't want to say prey necessarily, but when you have people who are nostalgic for these games, we'll complain that we have to buy the same game over and over again, but we'll as, keep, as we'll we keep buying it. You know, exactly. <laughs> We'll complain, but we won't stop. <laughs> you keep exactly. taking my money willingly. Damn it. No, no. But you know what? You do make a fair point. To You do make a fair point. So to some people that prefer the physical copies, I've got nothing against it. Um, it's just easier for me to go completely digital. And I think that mindset, if even you know half the people who are gamers think the way I do, like I prefer digital copies, that's going to be your obvious reason why these stores are closing down. Also... Have you been in a GameStop recently? I haven't been in any game store so, for years. I was in GameStop like uh, like a week ago to get my copy of Animal Crossing because I'm really excited. And I got my Isabel costume and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> you know, made for a toddler. It fits on me though. Just my belly showing. <laughs> I'm ready. Isabella was not meant to stretch like that. Oh, my God. Oh God. Okay. But anyway... I was in a GameStop uh, to get the game, and most of the sales floor isn't even video games anymore. It's like other kinds of merchandise around video games. Maybe they're heading towards less sales of video games and becoming more of a merch store for video games? It could be, because you know what? The whole back wall where it used to be like PlayStation and Xbox was all like pop figures. Like the whole wall. Huh. I couldn't even find like the Nintendo 3DS section. It was like in a corner way in the side of the store. So yeah, in conclusion, I do not think it is gonna be much longer until these stores are just completely gone. All right, our last article for the day, it has been a slow news week, by the way. There has been not a lot going on, partially I think because of coronavirus. <laughs> I need my Nintendo Direct JP. You're gonna get your Direct, Zach. Everybody just calm down. I'll, I'll just calm down. <laughs> just calm down. Just calm down. We'll get that Direct. Don't you worry. He's got the shakes. Play this you know, play music. Play it. <laughs> I play the Sans music. Do, 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 do. <laughs> Uh, that's good. For being a slow week, though, this article is is kind of interesting, albeit very unimportant to gaming news regardless. Oh, I don't know. I think it's pretty funny, at least. <laughs> so what we've got right here is a Twitch streamer that was banned for accidentally firing a gun on air. That is amazing. This is from Screen Rant by Brian Laver. Lawyer? No, that's a V. It's Laver. <laughs> Brian Laver. <laughs> Thanks, Brian Laver. So the Twitch streamer is... Sor Carl. Sor Carl. Okay, so have you watched his content before? No, I just saw his spell. That's how I see it. Oh. <laughs> Am I dumb? <laughs> well, apparently he fired a real gun while intoxicated and streaming. You know, nothing goes great with guns like alcohol. That is... <laughs> 
<laughs> I like the dog in the background picture that they have. Oh. Aussie Shepherd. While Twitch acted quickly in response to Sor Carl's case, the streaming platform has a history of unevenly applying its own rules. In some cases, Twitch has banned streamers who haven't broken any of the site's rules, such as when it recently banned partnered streamer Shy Bear for showing an in-progress nude portrait that didn't actually depict any nudity on stream. But you know what? This article is absolutely right. Twitch does have quite the reputation for, you know, its streamers kind of doing some shady things and then not really seeing a whole lot of repercussion for those things. Um, in the early days of Twitch, if I'm not mistaken, it was a lot of, you know, people getting naked in front of the camera for views. And, you know, even though its guidelines strictly said, hey, don't fucking do that these people would just get a slap on the wrist and that would basically be it. Just like, ah, oh, you've learned your lesson. And then they just do it again and... Well, how do you punish someone who is supplying your platform with money? Because, like, they have millions of viewers and these companies like Twitch are, are getting all of this money from ad revenue and viewer count. Right. So how do you enforce laws that are just ultimately going to hinder people using your platform because of lack of freedom for what they can stream. I don't know. You should ask YouTube. They're doing a great job. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man, they are strict. Every single YouTuber has a video about how YouTube is screwing them over. All of them. Yeah, it's but, you know, accurate. <laughs> but you do make a good point. I mean, these people are making the platform money. And I, I understand that. It kind of goes back to the it's a business, and I completely understand that. But if you're going to set up these guidelines and, you know, say that you're being really strict about it, then I have a little bit of an expectation that you're going to hold yourself up to those standards, especially since the number one people coming to Twitch is kids. Yeah. Right. I was going to say, just as a teacher, like, I'm just like, people look up to this guy, they, they watch him, and to see this guy just getting drunk and shooting a gun, even if it's an accident, like, what a disgusting role model. Like, what a terrible thing to do. And I really think this is a good way to just like, hey, we need to shut this down. Yeah. So it doesn't happen. Like, I get accidents happen, but a gun accident, that's pretty stupid. That's like beyond stupid. Because first off, if you live in an apartment and you're shooting up, you can kill somebody. Mm -hmm. Or shooting down, you can kill somebody. Yeah, is it a low chance? Absolutely. Is it still a chance? Yeah. So you really shouldn't be doing that stuff. So this stuff kind of makes my blood boil because I'm just sitting here like, with all the things about like gun reform and like all, all the things like, I don't even like talk about because like, I don't want to be political, but like just no matter what side you're on, like this guy is like being a loser and like showing that like people who goof around with guns, they should not be taken seriously at all. They should lose their gun privileges. And this is what this guy- No, I'm sure even gun enthusiasts think right. the same thing. Like, oh my God, this guy is being stupid and irresponsible. So that's, do you- That's what I'm saying. I, I don't want to say like, I'm not like pro, like not trying to say anyone should be pro gun or pro or not. I'm just saying like, everyone should see this as a loser move because there's nothing to gain from goofing around with a gun. Well, there's no take excuse to, to get wasted and start firing guns, especially Absolutely. if you're on a stream online. I mean, first off, what would a gun be doing in a Twitch stream? I, I can't think of any reason why anybody should have a real gun on a Twitch stream. It's about video games or some vlog podcast stuff for this guy yeah it, it, save it for youtube when you're you know that crazy russian blowing shit up <laughs> the stream's not the place to do it but that also brings me to a second point these kinds of streams have been and youtube videos have been going on for a long time 
about intoxication. Like right. a, a YouTuber or a streamer will do a night where they play Minecraft with a bunch of other people and just get progressively drunker throughout the night by taking shots. Mm -hmm. Is is that part of the problem here too? Because that's also insta instigating bad influences to all of these children that watch the streams. You know, the truth is that's something that we should look at. My, my personal instinct is like, no, don't touch my alcohol. But I can't <laughs> say that because that's the exact thing that people say about anything that they love that can be construed as bad. You know, like, don't, no, don't take my guns or no, don't take my drugs or whatever. It's no different for me. Like, no, don't take my alcohol. <laughs> I'm not hurting anybody. I'm a responsible drinker. Yeah, you yeah. Know? So that's where you do have to kind of when it comes to alcohol, it's very, I think it's a lot more simple, to be honest. Just be like, hey, if you're 21, don't drink. It's it's as simple as that, in my opinion, with alcohol. But I mean, that's just me. Well, for, for me, who is an adult of legal drinking age, those videos are funny. Like, I like watching people get progressively drunker as they become worse at a video game. But if it were for a kid, you know, I, I can see how that wouldn't be the greatest thing for them to watch. And I, I just think a lot of streamers and YouTubers need to watch themselves and realize who their audience is. And that, you know, maybe it's not gonna be great for your channel to get a couple of quick views by doing watch me get drunk while I play Fortnite. <laughs> no, exactly. I absolutely agree. So Zach, do you hear your kids talk about YouTubers and Twitch streamers oh, yeah. a lot? Oh yeah. Who are some of their favorites? Uh, so Ninja, I mean like they're still playing. Oh, I'm sure, yeah. They're still Ninja. in that kind of like learning phase we I like think. fortnite we like fortnite right <laughs> well you joke about it but it's like that and like i'm sure they got more complicated tastes and i'm sure they'll get more complicated tastes as it goes on but like they're just like that good introduction they're kids they're allowed to be cringy right you know absolutely they're definitely entitled to that i just nothing nothing grinds my gears more than like people messing around with guns because of just how unsafe that can be so i'm just like i'm glad this guy got suspended i hope he gets banned hope we can't do it again because He's uh, risking somebody's life. Like if you're gonna, I don't know, you just don't play with guns. Like you can go to the shooting range and shoot as long as it's in a safe environment. Yeah. Or you're defending yourself, that's totally fine. But like just goofing around on stream just says this guy doesn't even need Hey, it. look at my gun. Right. I wish, I wish they had a video of the stream when this happened because I wanna know the situation Sure. and how it unfolded of how you accidentally fired your gun. And here's a little bit more going into the article. In the short time since the incident occurred, Sor Carl has been dropped by his former streaming group, Sor. So yeah, there were a few repercussions to it. I mean, I'm not of the opinion that he needs to be completely banned from Twitch because I kinda, I absolutely hate cancel culture. I think people take it way too far a lot of the time. I think it kind of inhibits the ability for people to make mistakes and grow for them to just say, ah, screw you. But I, that's not to say that some repercussions, you know, or some actions should be taken against him. I'm just saying like, I, I'm of the opinion he shouldn't lose his whole career for doing one thing stupid. Um, but I am glad that there was some type of punishment that came his way. I hope he learns from it. I hope he can keep on going. Um, and yeah. Yeah, I hope he learns. I hope he gets back up to where he was. You know, it's going to be a long road since he got dropped by his his streaming group mm -hmm. um, and with the Twitch ban. But I I think that if he did take something away from this, he his fans will eventually forgive him. And, you know, everyone makes mistakes, so he shouldn't have to suffer forever for it. Yeah, I do love how he ended his his acknowledge his like video acknowledgement, just saying like, hey, he's sorry that you should never play with guns. Like, absolutely. 
yeah, he, he manned up, he apologized, so, yep, that's the end of that. Alright, Zara, do you want to take us away with the games that are coming out next week? Alright, well, first up, we have Murder by Numbers for the PC on March 6th, which is today. Awesome. Well, I guess not when they're listening to the stream, but for us, it's today. Depending on when you listen to this. <laughs> and next, we have Pokemon Mystery Dungeon Rescue Team DX for the Switch, which is also today. Zach and I hyped that game up pretty big last week. Yeah, it, it sounded like it was good from oh, it's what you guys were talking about. Just mention, I'm just going to mention one more time, there is a demo on the Switch if you wanted to give it a go before you purchase it for good. Ooh. Uh, next, we have Elder Scrolls Online Harrowstorm DLC for the PS4 and Xbox One, and that is March 10th it will be released. Awesome. Ori and the Will of the Wisp is next for PC and Xbox on March 11th. Now, that is going to be amazing. Have either of you guys ever played the original Ori and the Blind Forest? No. I've seen clips of it. I've heard good things about it. <laughs> so Ori and the Blind Forest, yeah, it was, um, it's a very, very short game. It's like a five, six hour campaign. Um, but people immediately became addicted to, one, the story, um, two, the art style of that game might be my favorite art style of any game that came out within the last few years. Ori and the Blind Forest is gorgeous it's more of like kind of a uh i don't want to say cartoony it is more of the animated like just style of video game but the art style is phenomenal the colors are phenomenal the animation is phenomenal it's a beautiful game isn't it like one giant watercolor isn't uh, you know what actually actually that is a pretty good way to put it it's um yeah it's uh be it's beautiful it's a great game. Everybody should check that out when they can. Side-scrolling platformer? Yes. Okay, that's that's what I thought it was. Mm-hmm. All right, yeah, it sounds super cool. And its sequel, Ori and the Will of the Wisps, should be even better. Can't wait for that. All right, next we have Hidden Through Time for the PC, PS4, Xbox One, and Steam, which comes out March 12th. Next, we have Overpass for the Switch on March 12th. Artificial Extinction comes out for the PC on March 13th. Right on. Dead or School for the PS4 and Switch also Ooh. comes out March 13th. Dead or School. Now, that is a tough choice. <laughs> hmm. I'm guessing it's a zombie game. <laughs> it sounds like... A, it's funny how it sounds like a zombie game. I'll have to check that out. Maybe it's like that... Uh, Chainsaw Cheerleader. What was that? Lollipop Chainsaw? From all those years ago. <laughs> that was a fantastic game. It actually was a really good game. <laughs> it's on the Switch, Zach. You can get yourself some Dead or School? Uh, no. <laughs> all right, at least you're honest. Woo! <laughs> uh, next on March 13th, we have MLB The Show 2020 for the PS4. Another baseball game. Uh, next, My Hero One's Justice 2. For the PC, PS4, Xbox One, and Switch on March 13th. And finally, we have Nio 2. Is that how you said Nio? I honestly don't know. I think it's Neo. Neo, Nio. I believe it's a ninja game. Um, it's getting hyped up pretty, pretty well right now. Well, that's coming out for the PS4 on March 13th as well. Cool. Sounds like some good games coming out this week. Yeah. What do you think, Zach? Anything you're interested in? Uh, Ori sounds really cool, and I uh, hope that it gets good reviews. Maybe I'll check it out on Switch when it 
might come. <laughs> All right, guys, are you time ready? for music mania? Mayhem. Mayhem. You <laughs> should be a wrestling announcer. That's what I was going for. I'm glad that, <laughs> that, that was, was pretty good. I could probably put an effect on your voice in there. That'd be good. No, I'll try it again. Time for music mayhem. Now let's do race car announcer. Music mayhem. They're taking another left turn. It just keeps turning. <laughs> All right. Well, you heard Zach. This week is a segment that we are calling music mayhem. So, the thing with Music Mayhem is we are going to need a host and two of us to participate in the game itself. So, I escaped, I mean offered, to be the one <laughs> to host the game. Alright, so here are the rules to Music Mayhem. After the song begins, the person who hits their buzzer first will be the first one to guess the video game where the song is featured. If they get it wrong, the other person will have the opportunity to guess as well. Hints will be given out if nobody can guess the song. There are three hints for each song total. Here are the hints. The platform the game was released for and the year released. The brief summary of the game. And finally, the main character's name. Players will be given points based on their performance. Guessing the song with no hints is five points. Guessing the song with one hint is three points. Guessing the song with two hints is two points. And guessing the song with three hints is one point. If nobody can name the song after all hints have been given, the song is revealed and no points are awarded. Feel free to play along at home and let us know on social media how you did. So the real question is, are you guys ready? Probably not. <laughs> I'm ready to buzz in. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Just to make sure we have the rules totally down, I did pull up a practice round just to make sure we got all the rules correct. You guys want to go through the practice round real quick? Yes, yeah. do it. Absolutely. All right. So here's the practice round. Um, if neither of you get this, I am going to hit you. Are you ready? Yes. What is the song? Mario! That's right. Oh, uh, that's from level 1-1. One, one. Do I get the points still? Yep, Zach gets five points. Zara, you get nothing. What? Five points? <laughs> this is bullshit! More. I'm gonna flip a table! <laughs> Alright, good practice round. Are you guys ready for the first song? Ready! Czar, you are the first one to buzz in. What is that song? Is it Tetris? It is Tetris. Woo! <laughs> I kind of have these at varying difficulties. So Tetris was easy. Don't you worry, Zach. You're going to have plenty of opportunities to get back here. You but suck. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Round two. Fight. And that one goes to Zach. What is that game? Oh gosh, I didn't think they actually picked me. Okay, uh, uh You you hit the buzzer! Uh, Zelda. Which Zelda? Uh Ocarina of Time. It, <laughs> incorrect. 
Buzz. Czar, what is that game? Wind Waker. That oh. is, that is the sailing music from Wind Waker. Oh, I heard that song for so many hours of my childhood. <laughs> ding, ding. <laughs> I my just got into Zelda. my time. <laughs> Wind Waker was my game last week, Zach. I recommend it to everybody, and you still haven't played it? I even owned a Wii U and purchased it all that yeah, time. Yeah, you did. Why didn't you ever play it? You owned it. I don't know. What do you mean? You I started it up and it was like, oh, it's still Zelda. And I don't know. I never got into it. Well, don't you worry. This gets a lot more challenging. Well, that last song haunted my dreams for years. Just sailing that empty ass ocean. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Are you guys ready for round three? Yeah. Yeah. goes to czar again well halo naturally that is halo xbox for life <laughs> zach i believe in you <laughs> trust me this gets a little more challenging i believe in you brother you have got mastering this. the buzzer very well here that one just wasn't fair <laughs> the wind waker because... one was on me though that one's on me <laughs> all right let's get into song number four And once again, that goes to Czar. What do you have, Czar? Ori in the Blind Forest? That was a decent guess, but that is incorrect. Zach, do Don't you have a guess? I like a hint. You would like the first hint. All right. Uh, this game was originally released for the PC in 2015. I would like hint two, if that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> do I get guesses after hints? <laughs> All right. Hint number two. This game is about a young person who falls down a well and must either battle or befriend monsters to get oh. home. All right, that one goes to Zach. Undertale. That is Undertale. Good for you, my man. Oh. Unfortunately, that's only worth two points since you got to hit number two. But still, you are now on the board. Whee! So it is <laughs> It is Zar 15 and Zach 2. That's, that's a point. That's, <laughs> that's, that's a point. That's point. two, baby. Count em. That is two points, baby. Count them both. All right, this is round number five. And that one goes to Zach. Damn it. <laughs> Zach, you can't hit the buzzer if you don't know the song. Yeah, but Zara's always hitting the buzzer. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know the game. All right, but Final you know, Fantasy VII. Incorrect. Damn. Doom. That is correct. That is Doom. That's... That was the yeah. That was the Doom soundtrack. Yeah, it was from super, the original Doom. Super metal and hardcore. Have to be more screamo. <laughs> the old, the newer ones are like 2016. That's oh, where it okay. got oh, more see, yeah. guttural screaming. But no, it was like weird techno metal music for the original. Just game. riffs on electric distorted guitars. <laughs> All right, so we're up. Czar 20 and Zach 2. 
got a rock. Zach, there's a few up here I know are yours, and I know I said that a few rounds ago, but... I Listen, really, I'm just trying to add suspense. I really, <laughs> I really believe in you, my man. You got this. This one's my game. Okay, so Zar did get that buzz. <laughs> Zach, do you know who Banjo? It is Banjo. Oh, that was my childhood game. But I do have to give that to Zar because I knew he was gonna get. He hit the buzzer first, man. I'm sorry. Oh, no, he was pounding the buzzer. <laughs> I almost broke my phone. <laughs> All right, that is Zar 25 and Zach 2. You know, yeah. I know music. <laughs> I'm just really choking on the pressure. Are right you now. having, yeah, is it the stage fright that's getting you? I feel like you geared this 100% towards me. <laughs> no, I really thought that Zach were going to get a few of these, too. I, I, I knew he, them. He does know them. He's just not getting them as quickly as you. <laughs> I am choking under the the Doom one. I did not know that one. Like, I'll take the L on the Doom one. I'll take. I'll take. <laughs> Mad props for Undertale. I would not have gotten there. Undertale is one of my favorite games, and I okay. So Zach was that I, Megalovania? That wasn't Megalovania. No, Megalovania is the sand song. That was the, that's the uh, one I would have been like on, but like yeah. If I, I was but like, that's why I didn't put that song because one you guys would have known that one easily. Zach, I bought you Undertale for Christmas two <laughs> years ago. Yeah. Did you play it? I've opened it a few times. <laughs> God. Just kind of looked at the package. Flipping darn it. No, I I, I went through the, the little goat thing. Talked to me. Toriel? Like, and then I went into the world and I'm like, this is neat. <laughs> I'm going to stop. $15 well spent. I'll play, I'll play it eventually. <laughs> Just friends are jerks. <laughs> you guys don't know what good <laughs> games are. Try to do something nice for you and you spit in my face. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Zach, I really feel like Texas going to be here. Around. JP? Yes, Zach. <laughs> I love you, man. But... <laughs> <laughs> I know I'm going to hurt you. I'm going to hurt you. All right. This is round seven. How many rounds are there? Ten. Ten. <laughs> How many points do I need? Um, More than three rounds. So you are currently behind by 23 points. Let's <laughs> double some points. Here. So Let's double I'll... some points. <laughs> All right, here's your next song. <laughs> no, make him answer this right now. Stop the song. He's got to answer this right now. Zach, come on. You can't get this one. Shut up. It's played for like three seconds. Answer it. What is it? It's Minecraft. It's Minecraft, bro. Okay. Right? I, I never played Minecraft. <laughs> All right. That's five more for Zar. Man, F you, Zar. How have you not played Minecraft? You put I, blocks and on top of other blocks. Have you ever know me to be creative? Ever. Yeah. <laughs> well... You like to shoot things and games and use swords and stuff. And yeah, that yeah. calming music got Combat. me through a lot of tough times. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> I tried to make the Minecraft getting hit by someone sound. Just, ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> All right, next one's worth 10 points. <laughs> <laughs> Only for Zach. 15 points. You know what? I'll make that. I'll allow that. Zach, if you get the next song, I will give you 20 points. 
All right. Totally unfair. <laughs> oh, it's definitely unfair, but you are trailing my guy. Even with those 20 points, Zara will be ahead. <laughs> Sounds about right. Is that okay with you? That's fine with me. All right. Round eight. Let's do this. Let's do it. No, Zach, that was not Dead Space. I really thought that was going to be an easy one. <laughs> it sounded like either Flyleaf or Evanescence with... Yeah, I thought Evanescence. That's what I was Yeah, thinking. yeah. With, who was that? Uh, Three Days Grace? Good. Yeah, I think it was Three Take Days Grace. Take me back. Take me back. <laughs> All right, do you guys need Wake one of the hints? Wake me up inside. Wake me up. Uh, yeah, I'd like a hint. Yeah, I'd like a hint. All right. The plot of this game is you are in a world full of zombies and you and a team of friends are trying to get through as many rounds as you can. Get through as many zombies as you can? Get through as many rounds as you can. Rounds. Another hint? <laughs> Another hint? Because I, I got a lot of guesses, but I don't want to make a wrong one. All right. So this game is actually a mini game for another game that was released on zombies. November 9th, 2010. <laughs> You gotta buzz! It's already buzzed. I'm buzzed. <laughs> All right. Do I win? Give me my 20 points. Zach did buzz. Zach's got that. <laughs> All right. So, Zach, what did you guess? It's COD Zombies. It was. It was Call of Duty Zombies. Yeah. See, look, word for word. Okay. Give me 30 points. You should have put the Avenged Sevenfold song in it. Then I would have gotten it. Oh, my Lord. That was, dude, that's just as <laughs> iconic. I thought that was going to be one of the easiest ones. I thought, I you were thought a big... it was Evanescence. I'll give it, it sounds like Evanescence, but didn't you play Zombies? No. You? <laughs> no, I don't play COD. <laughs> I guess it's just your appearance, but I just assumed that you played a lot of Zombies. <laughs> what do you want? I play a lot of zombie games. <laughs> he is wearing a Walking Dead shirt. Well, yeah, the that's what I'm saying. It's the Walking Dead. It's got Christopher walking on it. Oh, that's a dope shirt. But yes. that's, the point remains. All right, well, I promise Zach 20 points. <laughs> I really... Thanks. Man, you think Just I'm when a... you thought I was out. <laughs> I'm right back in it. Hey, uh, you guys thinking I'm a grass type user and playing COD? Bro. You think I wear Osiris shoes too? Do my, you not? My <laughs> childhood was different than yours. That's all I'm gonna say about right that. All right, so with this interesting turn of events, Very Zach is at 22 points <laughs> and Zar is still ahead by 30. Not by 30, <laughs> yeah. at 30. All right, are raised. you guys ready for the next round? Round nine. <laughs> this is round nine. All right. This is round nine. Let's do it. All right. All right, Zach, what was that song? Wii Sports. That oh, was song. Wii Sports. You are right. That is five <laughs> points for you, Zach. Woohoo! All right. Now... It is 27 to 30. If Zach can get this next one right. This game's right. <laughs> <laughs> this is round 10, and this is for all the marbles. But I'm not gonna lie, when I chose this song, I had Zach in mind. Oh, well, this is just No, not no, 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 no. Okay, Banjo. You agree. You agree. Halo. I asked if you agreed, and you said absolutely. I am not doing anything wrong. Shut up. All right, what's the song? Okay, okay, okay. Are you guys ready? 
Zach buzzed in first. Zach, what <laughs> is that song? Super Smash Brothers! Melee! Yeah, Melee. I was gonna be like, which one? Damn it, I knew and that one. An incredible turn of events. Zach. <laughs> this game is rigged. It is now 32 to 30. Zach has won the game. I quit. I'm flipping a chair. <laughs> No. You agreed to the 20 points. You... That was me flipping a chair. He flipped my chair. <laughs> I paid $15 for that at Walmart. <laughs> oh my God. So grumpled. You agreed to the 20 points, Sar. <laughs> I don't know what you want me to do here. Bow okay. before your music. You, you win. I accept that defeat. Was, that was so one-sided up until the very end. Oh my God. And you know what? You guys also didn't need nearly as many hints as I thought you were gonna need. I prepared this list of hints for every single one of those songs that I just did. Like all three hints. And you guys only used it. What was maybe... your hints for Tetris? Like that'd been tough. Yeah. <laughs> I had hints for Tetris. The, it's on every platform. The what are the the what's the character called? It's yeah, like well, uh, these pieces are called Tetraminos. That would have given away. <laughs> is that what it is? Tetraminos? Oh, I'm sorry. So no, we did not discuss any type of punishment or reward for this game, and I don't know if it's fair to do so now that we have a winner. I want money. How much money? We oh, all want money. <laughs> I don't have money. No, I know exactly what you give me. The $1 uh, tickets to Village Point. Oh, yeah, hey, that work. <laughs> all right. GG, bro. So GG, bro. For winning the game, Zach has won some movie tickets from Czar. What movie are you going to go see, Zach? Date Night for Krista? Star Wars. You've already seen Star Wars. I got some bad we, news for we you, buddy. Seen the new Star Wars. Is it out? Is it's, it's, gone. it's gone. Oh no! Mm. It left like two months ago. Well, I've I already seen Sonic. You could see Sonic again. I could see Sonic again. I but... plan on never seeing that movie a second time. Once was enough. Again, if you guys liked this segment, go on one of our social media accounts and let us know what you scored in this game. I, yeah, had, to, you, I had to throw that in. You somewhere. probably beat me. Zach, you won. It wasn't fair, but you won. <laughs> we inflated the points by a lot. <laughs> yeah, because I seriously thought that you were biffing it so bad, I felt bad. And I was like, <laughs> I want to give him a fighting chance. Unless there's one thing that I can vouch for, it's that I choke. You choke hard, bro. <laughs> bro. The next time we do this, I'm not giving that to you. I'm going to watch you suffer. <laughs> I'm also going to make the songs a lot more difficult. I am excited for another one of those, because I need a... I need a a mulligan. We'll call him mulligan for this game. <laughs> that was a lot of fun, though. All right. Uh, what do you guys think? Have you had enough torture for this episode of the podcast? It's been an awesome time. I love these. I need more points. No, Zar, you agree <laughs> to the terms. Got any more of them points? <laughs> can I have some? Nope. You now Please. need to give Zach movie tickets. Please. Oh. So that he can see Sonic for the eighth time because it's now his favorite movie. I need a Nintendo Direct, boys. I'm hoping that next Friday I can talk Nintendo Direct for an hour and a half. I don't know about an hour and a half. <laughs> Two hours. It was like that Pawn Stars thing we were doing earlier. Best I can do is five minutes, bro. <laughs> no, 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 Because you know Xenoblade's going to be in there, and you know I'm going to be having a boner. <laughs> <laughs> can I say that? Yeah, can, can, I say that? can he say that? <laughs> Oh, Sorry. you can't say that on live right, TV. But they didn't say out. anything about podcasts. Cut that out. All right, cut, cut Oh, that no, out. that's staying in. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> As is this explanation telling you that it's going to stay in. Yeah, this okay. is all. <laughs>
You know they're gonna have Xenoblade. You know I'll be fanboying hard. Okay. Well, I can't wait. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode of the podcast. We love you. Thank you for your support.